Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is! The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. I get to a bunch of emails. I am. I swear I'm going to get to a bunch of them. There's just a lot I have to deal with. I I promised you something this hour, a bit of information you weren't going to hear anywhere else. Some some dots I'm connecting over here, and I'm going to give that to you here in a second. We'll also get into James Clyburn out there helping Joe Biden. There's a reason. Told you what was coming. We'll get to all that. So much more coming up this hour. Now let's get to the juicy part. You obviously already know about the death of our service members in Jordan up by the Syrian border. We already talked about that. We gave out their names. We played tasks for them. We know that. Okay. What attacked them? A drone attacked them. Now, and he declarifies something longtime listeners who've heard us talk about this will understand, but 
drone warfare. It's well beyond me. Uh, the four years I spent in the Marines, I never saw a drone. I never heard about a drone. This was not something that we've done. This is not something that has existed. I'm not a drone expert. But you can tell the way the next conflict, the way the next major conflict is going to be conducted by the way smaller ones are being conducted. I don't want to minimize Russia, Ukraine. Half a million dead is no joke, but it is a drone war. Drone warfare is here now, and it is here to stay until there is a robust counter technology of it. It's not as if there's no counter to drones, but it's difficult. It's not, it's not nearly as good as it needs to be. And so now it is an inexpensive way to build a deadly deadly military. Turkey, you never think about Turkey's military, do you? But Turkey's a sizable country. Their military is deadly. Why? They have invested heavily in drones. Chris brought up a bird shot with a shotgun. Uh, Yes and no. This is another thing. Yes and no. A lot of these drones move really, really fast. When we think about drones, we think about the the one you buy at Best Buy. It's kind of hovering over your backyard a lot of these are moving faster than a car. They're moving quickly. You're not going to bird shot. You're dead. So drone warfare is very weird. It's very frightening. I'll be honest. The idea of not being able to see who's about to kill me or anything, I don't like it. I, I, I don't like it, but it's the way war goes. There's always a new terrible weapon. Drone warfare is here to stay. Our troops were just killed in Jordan with a drone. Iran, they're in the drone business again if you're if you're not as boned up on foreign policy that's totally understandable people don't care about foreign policy so people who don't really care as much or don't know when you think about iran you probably think about you probably think of them as a more backwards place than they are iran is a big country with the manufacturing modern technology this is not a bunch of goat herders and mud huts over there They are now manufacturing their own drones. They do it so well, and they've manufactured so many of them that Russia is currently buying Iranian drones and using them on Ukrainians. Iran is a country that understands it's cheap and effective to mass-produce drones, and you can kill a lot of people. Who's going to buy a tank anymore now? You can go, go ahead, go ahead, spend 50 million or whatever a tank costs. I'll spend, I'll spend a grand on a drone I bought at Best Buy and I'll take out your tank. You'll run out of money before I do, right? Now I said all that to tell you this. You know how we were just saying Iran is a major drone producer? It was an Iranian drone who just killed our troops in Jordan. How? Could Iran possibly acquire that kind of technology that fast? Did you know that Barack Obama famously, I was talking to Lee Smith about this, Barack Obama, he left behind one of our drones in Afghanistan. We should have acquired it back. We should have destroyed it. You know how SEAL Team 6, when they got uh, bin Laden, you know how they threw a bunch of... They, they tried to burn down the helicopter, the secret helicopter. They ended up failing at that. But 
you destroy advanced technology so your enemy can't get his hands on it. There is an Iran to Afghanistan pipeline of weapons and terror. Barack Obama left them one of our drones. I have talked to many people behind the scenes over the last few hours before the show asking them, am I being a wingnut here connecting these dots? And to a man, I talked to four guys, to a man said, oh no, Jesse, I think that's the likely outcome. American service members were just killed by a drone in Jordan, a drone that was an Iranian drone, an Iranian drone that possibly, I'll just leave it at that, there, at that, that possibly was made possible because of the United States government. Sobering, isn't it? Sobering. I, I, uh, I, one of my friends put up a very hilarious, it was a, it was a meme. It's just a picture, right? A meme is just a picture. You put words and things like that on. Reminds me of one he put up, and it was a picture of Israel and Palestine at night. And it was, of course, the Palestinians launching rockets into Israel. And you could see the rockets going through the sky. And then you could see the Iron Dome of Israel shooting missiles. The Iron Dome is just missiles. That's what they are. They're they're rocket tracking missiles, shooting missiles up in the sky. So you could see the rockets in the sky and you could see the Iron Dome missiles in the sky. And he showed the Iron Dome missiles and under it, it said, my tax dollars. And then it showed the Palestinian rockets and it said, somehow, also my tax dollars. Staggering, staggering how much our own, and I know this is a tale as old as time. I mean, I can see the Vietnam guys, or the, even before them, the Cold War guys. I can see them typing me emails. Now, Jesse, this is nothing new. You can't believe what they did here. And you're right. It is nothing new. That's very sad. It is sad that American foreign policy has been so broken for so long That our own weapons, our own technology, our own taxpayer money is used to harm our own troops. And this this is the kind of response. From the outset, we've been very clear in warning that anyone looking to take advantage of conflict in the Middle East uh, and try to expand it, don't do it. We've taken steps to defend ourselves. (laughs) Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. I'll start it over and let him go. You know the three characteristics we talk about all the elites having in common? You already know. You already know. You know the second one we always list? You know what the first one is? No love of country. You know what the last one is? They see themselves as kings and queens. But the second one I think is important when it comes to this. None of them have any connection to the real world. They haven't worked real jobs. They actually haven't spent very much time on foreign soil. And I don't mean at the fancy embassies or cocktail parties. I mean, really finding out how people in other countries live and how they think and what motivates them. Does a single person in Iran, do any of them interpret this kind of stuff as an actual threat they need to pay attention to? From the outset, we've been very clear in warning that Anyone looking to take advantage of conflict in the Middle East uh, and try to expand it, don't do it. (laughs) Sorry, I just I'm picturing the mullahs in Iran. Listen, if you're going to try to expand this, 
don't do it, guys. And I, you know what's great? He probably went back. This is how it works. This is how broken these people are. He probably went back when he got off stage. He's the secretary of state, so he's got 8 million staffers, and they're all a bunch of dirty commies fresh out of Harvard, too. And I guarantee I guarantee you they were all congratulating him. Man, you really got him. Anthony, I'd hate to be Iran after that little statement. I bet they are quivering in their hijabs over there. From the outset, we've been very clear in warning that anyone looking to take advantage of conflict in the Middle East uh, and try to expand it, don't do it. <laughs> We've taken steps to defend ourselves and to defend our partners, as well as to prevent escalation. And the president's been crystal clear. We will respond decisively. Don't ever tell the person who's attacking you you're going to prevent escalation. Tell them you're going to do escalation. When I tell my sons that they have to... Uh, turn off the movies in 20 minutes and go to bed, and they respond, can't we have 20 more minutes after that? I say, okay, never mind. It's not 20 anymore. It's 10. Why? Because that's how they know I'm serious and I mean business. But again, no connection to the real world. All right, enough. Joe Biden's campaigning. Jim Clyburn's campaigning for him. I was right about something. I'll rub it in your face in a moment. Then we'll get to emails and other stuff. Hang on. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. I will get to the emails and I am going to tackle this Montana family having their child, their teen daughter taken away from them. I will get to that. I want to answer a question actually producer Michael just had during the break. He brought up a very good point. Anthony Blinken gets up. And he announces, oh, we're going to do some stuff. Don't, don't take it too far. We're getting ready to do some stuff. Biden announced last night, he's getting ready to respond to Iran. Uh, and then I just saw, this is this couple hours before the show started. I saw, it's breaking now. The Americans are going to respond to Iran. And it'll be more than one response in over several days. And producer Michael said, is it really effective to tell them? Well, no. But that ties back into what I was just talking about, about how these people have no connection to the real world. When you grow up rich, upper middle class, and I'm not demonizing any rich kid here at all. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you, you have everything you need. That's fine. But when, you, when your parents put you in that bubble and you go right from that bubble, if, if they're parents who don't teach you about the real world, and you go right from that bubble into upper-class academia. Have you ever walked on one of these fancy college campuses? I did one time for something. Believe me, I was not invited there. It's like a world that is separate from ours. It's everything. Everything's manicured, clean, safe. It, it's not a world that's real. It's not, a, it's not what you experience, whether you're in downtown New York City or rural Idaho. looks nothing like the campus of Harvard. So you go right from that upbringing right into college, and then because they're part of the systems, because they're communists, they immediately go into being uh, an intern for this congressman. So you're on Capitol Hill. Again, not the real world. Or you're a production assistant at NBC. Or, or, and so eventually you find yourself as Anthony Blinken, and you, yeah, you're old, and you have all this education. You don't have any idea how the real world works and probably more importantly, you don't have any idea how bad people interpret things. 
And so when they sit down, when we get attacked, remember, to these people, it's only a political problem. It's not a problem that our service people got killed or none of that. This is only a political problem. And to these people, well, yeah, you know, we'll do, we'll, we'll type a letter and we'll tell them we're going to come get them. And it, 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 it might take a couple days, but we're coming to get you. Whereas anyone who has existed in the real world would understand, okay, you killed three of our troops. Here's a cruise missile, not just anywhere. This cruise missile was going to land in the living room of one of the top Iranian generals. We're going to wipe out the entire city block where he lives and after we kill him and everyone who knows him and all of his bodyguards, we will put out a memo afterwards that says if any one of our service members dies again at the hands of an Iranian drone, then an Iranian city of my choosing will glow in the dark. Thank you. Have a good night. Now, that may sound bloodthirsty or scary or evil or other, any of those other things. Look, you can call me whatever you want. I'm an idiot. I'm a bad person. All that stuff is very, very fair. I am someone who understands how the world works. And I understand how evil people interpret things. My old first sergeant used to say the only universal language on the planet is the business end of a shotgun. That sounds so icky and terrible to people who've lived their lives on Harvard's campus and on Capitol Hill. But if you walk just for a little while with the dark parts of this world, you will find out just how true that statement is. Why do these people put out statements like that? They've never existed in the real world. They don't even understand how minds work. It's why America's foreign policy is such an unbelievable embarrassment. Our State Department is stocked full of these academic weenies who don't know anything. Our Pentagon is stocked full of these academic weenies who don't know anything. They don't know how to deter people. And remember, let's let's get down to the motivation of it behind all this. In many cases, they don't really care about deterring people. Do I need to play for you Corinne Diversity Hire's statement yesterday after three of our troops were killed? Three reservists from the state of Georgia? Do you need to hear it again? She wasn't broken up about it. You're broken up about it. You're sad. Our people were killed. These people are not stirred by U.S. deaths. Every member of the United States military is just a, let's see, how did she put it yesterday? A servant of the administration. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people, obviously. That's how they look at them. Every member, everyone listening to the sound of my voice right now in uniform. That's how you're looked at by these people. Look, you're fighting on behalf of the administration. They are not stirred by the loss of life. All this is just about politics to them. They know they kind of have to look tough, but they don't really want to escalate or do anything. So you put out a couple statements. Hey, we're going to attack soon. 
maybe even tomorrow, and, and the next day too, so you can look tough in front of people. That's why they say this. All right. I didn't get to where I was right because I got distracted. That's not my fault. It happens to me from time to time. Not anymore, though. My focus is just stay focused. I'm focused now. I'm focused on you. I'm focused on pure talk. I'm focused on not funding companies who hate my guts. I am so tired of using my money on companies that hate me. They take my money and they go bring in the next DEI hire and they don't bring in the next cat lady in HR, and she spends all her time making sure that company becomes a commie front. You will never see that in Pure Talk. Pure Talk is proud of this country. Their CEO fought for this country. You don't have to take my word for it. He put it on the line. They love America so much they hire Americans. You can't find anyone to hire a friggin' American anymore. Pure Talk does. You'll know when you call them. They speak English. It's wonderful. Dial pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Your bill will get cut in half like mine did. Save a fortune. You can use your money with people who love you instead of hate you. Pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Time to switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show with me, fashion icon Jesse. Remember what, Chris? Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, remember this. Changing people's lives. Every day here on the show. Now, there is one thing we do that is more important than anything else we do on the show. As important as a radio show can be. That's a very serious job. Anyway, there is one thing we do that is Actually, it's critical. I always think it's critical. For me, it's priority number one. What is priority number one now and always on this show? Making me look good. Making What, Chris? Telling people when I've said something that turns out to be accurate and using it to make me look more important and smarter than I really am. I want you to know, I will always come first on this show. All right? Now, now. Maybe you remember, maybe you remember this guy. This is a little long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it go just because I thought it was really, really good. Uh, maybe you remember this guy. He made a prediction about what's going to come in 2024 in the election year. See, Joe Biden is really struggling. The, the illegals are filling up a bunch of the urban black communities in places like Chicago and New York. And he's worried about the anger of black people. And I, and I just... I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember when I heard this, I thought to myself, this is so brilliant. So this, listen, this, this took place some time ago, but just listen to how brilliant this guy is. Joe Biden is going to call out James Clyburn again. Mark my words. Michael, you might want to write this one down. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. You might want to write this one down. You're going to see more James Clyburn than you ever knew was possible in 2024 as Biden scrambles to shore up black support, which he needs to become president. He's becoming unpopular in the black community because black communities across the country from New York, L.A., Chicago, and others, they started busing the illegals into these cities. The cities quickly put them in the poor black communities because it's always the poor people who get crapped on. Now, if you're a black person in a big city, you were already stuck in a crappy school system, a crappy neighborhood. You already felt like you were getting a raw deal around you everywhere. And now they're having to put in a Spanish-speaking wing and the crappy school your kid already had to go through to walk and walk through a metal detector 
detector on his way in there. I'm not saying this lame thing the right says all the time. Oh, they're going to start voting Republican. That's ridiculous. But they might black people in mass. I realize plenty of black people vote right, but about 92, 93% by percentage vote Democrat. It's not going to go 50-50. Stop. But you might not get them out there in the 90s. If that number drops even to 80, and I'm not saying they're going to go vote Republican. What if they don't vote at all? They need, they're going to desperately pander for more black vote this year because they see the numbers and they're worried about it going away. That's the story behind the story. Why would James Clyburn come out of nowhere and go on CNN and blame Trump for some shooting in 2015? Totally out of the, out of, out of nowhere, right? Except it's not out of nowhere. They do things for a purpose. Always for a purpose. We have to remember, they don't stumble and bumble into these things. They do things for a purpose. They have a goal in mind. Wasn't that brilliant? Anyway, you may have seen this guy on the news today. What did he do? He created what we call uh, the globe, the southern, um, you know, that act. A lot of people wonder what it's about to repair what was wrong. James Clyburn sounding like Joe Biden today. Oh, no, no, no. There's more. He's all over the news today. People tend to misconstrue kindness for weakness. Joe Biden is a kind gentleman here in the South. We put a value on kindness and on being a gentleman. Joe Biden has made tremendous headway as president of these United States. Headline, NBC News. This is from today. Representative Jim Clyburn to help Biden win young black voters in 2020. This time, they're not listening. Headline from today, Axios. Headline is key Biden ally warns the U.S. could plunge into what Germany fell into in 1932. In case you're wondering who that key ally is, it's a big picture of... James Clyburn. You're going to see more Jim Clyburn over the next year than you ever thought possible. And for newbies to the show or maybe people who don't keep up, who is James Clyburn? He's a Democrat congressman from the state of South Carolina. But just saying that actually makes him sound smaller than he is. There are power brokers within states, within counties. There are people who... I don't know that I want to say control large voting blocks, but they are very, very, very influential with large voting blocks. Joe Biden was losing his original primary when he first ran in 2020. He knew he had a critical Democrat primary state in South Carolina coming up. He met with Jim Clyburn, promised him God only knows what. Jim Clyburn comes running out there telling all the black people in South Carolina that Joe Biden is the second coming of Christ and that Don Donald Trump is a KKK member. Joe Biden wins the primary, ends up winning the nomination, is now president. Joe Biden understands that Jim Clyburn is extremely influential with the people he needs in his camp hardcore for 2024. Get ready for a mountain of Jim Clyburn. Get ready for a mountain 
of something else I've warned you about as well. This is just me prepping you for it, and then I'm going to get to the emails. You think Democrats love racial division now? You know how they've completely destroyed racial relations in in this country. Race relations in America are 100 times worse than they were 30 years ago. They are. You, that's because of Democrats. That's because communists need racial division. The last thing in the world Joe Biden or, or Al Sharpton want is actual racial healing. It would ruin their whole thing. Well, you thought it was bad before. You thought it was bad when Joe Biden got up and told black people that Mitt Romney was going to put them back in chains. The insane rhetoric you're going to hear from Democrats this year, it's going to make your head explode unless you've already mentally prepared yourself for it. It's coming and it's going to be bad. They are going to make everyone in the Republican Party, they'll call them all MAGA or Trump or whatever the case may be, they're going to say some of the most despicable things in the world None of it do they they don't think any of it's real. They're going to say all those things trying to keep the black voting percentage around 90% because again they're not they know they're not going to lose 50%. That's a ridiculous pipe dream. But if that number drops to 80 or if the black vote in Philadelphia, Chicago, other places like that if they don't churn out in mass the way they normally do to vote Democrat, well, it's more than just Joe Biden. Democrats, senators, congressmen, down ballot are going to find themselves in serious trouble. Therefore, because they're not going to stop putting illegals in their neighborhoods. They have no intention of stopping that. That's a central part of their plan, flooding the country with illegals. So you're going to hear some of the most awful racist rhetoric in the world over the next year. Gird your loins, as the saying goes. It's coming. All right. Finally, email time. And I will dig into, probably next hour, I'll dig into this Montana family that's having their child taken away from them. All that, so much more coming up on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Now, I want to talk to the ladies for a moment. It's me. Ladies, it's fashion icon Jesse. I want you, here's what I want. I want you to acknowledge how incredibly fashionable I am. If your mind isn't working right, you'll probably think, oh, he's just an unfashionable oaf. So I need you to begin your female vitality stack from chalk now. Because maybe you've gazed on me before and said, wow, that's an ugly vest he's wearing. Oh, man, did he get that shirt at Old Navy? And all that stuff may be correct. But now that I'm morphing into a fashion icon, I'm going to need your acknowledgement of it. You're not going to be sharp enough unless you're on a female vitality stack from Chuck. Are you taking natural herbal supplements yet? Are you full of pep at two or three in the afternoon? Or are you grabbing your 15th cup of coffee that day? Try it. 90 days. I'm not, I'm not asking for a year, a lifetime. 90 days. Female vitality stack, ladies. Try it and tell me how you feel. Tell me how fashionable I am. But first, you have to go to chalk.com and use the promo code JESSE to get the sale price. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE. The Jesse Kelly Show. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Wishing everyone a very merry from me to you. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Before I get to this Montana family having their teen daughter ripped from their arms, before I get to this pro-life stuff, golly, these pro-lifers facing federal prison. Before we get to that, we need to do a bunch of emails because I have been so lax and now I'm going to get better. Hey, brother, I've been listening out. I've uh, been listening for a minute. You keep telling me to get out. So we did. My wife and I just retired, both retail food industry since 1981, sold everything in six months and moved ourselves, drove everything U-Haul, may, drove everything U-Haul makes and can be pulled 10 plus round trips, 16 hours each. Does it sound like I'm complaining? I'm sorry, I am not. This is to thank you for your persistence in telling me to get out. Best advice the radio has ever given me and my wife, New Mexico to Oklahoma. Thanks, Jesse. God bless the show. His name, I, I think he wants me to use it, but he didn't actually say that, so I don't want to risk using it. Just, it starts with a T. There's a better life out there for you. You're stuck in a dump, but there's a better life for you. All right, listen, I want you to listen to this. And it's not that this can't happen in a red area, because we're going to get to the Montana story in a little bit, but I want you to listen to this. This is in Rhode Island. This is a school teacher. Turn up the radio. Listen closely. In these blue communist hell holes, these are the absolute demons who run your society. I'd like to point out um, on the parental right to information, I don't think parents should be notified simply because... Uh, just, uh, just so you know, she's talking about a child deciding they want to chop off their breasts or their penis. She's discussing about a child and she's quite emphatic, I'll let her go all the way this time, that you, the parent, you don't get to find out till it's too late. I'd like to point out um, on the parental right to information, I don't think parents should be notified simply because society assumes that every child has a well-meaning family culture that is accepting of this. Sometimes the worst thing you can do is involve a parent in some of these issues based on their own beliefs and their own culture. My point would be that we never notify a parent on these issues unless the child's life is in danger. I don't think we should notify parents on many issues that we notify parents on. We should never notify a parent. Look, the school district in my very red area, of which my kids are not a part, by the way, but I, I know plenty of kids who are. It's far from perfect. I don't want to act like it is. If a member of the school board in my community was caught on camera saying something like that, I'm not totally sure that human being should stay the night in town that night you should probably get out and never come back. But if you're in one of these commie-controlled hellholes, there's no escape from it because they run every level of government, every single level, down to the cops. 
now that the good cops are all leaving because they're dumped on in these places, these blue areas, even the police forces, they're filling up with dirty, filthy, commie turds. All right, more emails. Jesse, every time I pick up an ammo box, I'm struck by how heavy it is. Got me thinking about how heavy military munitions must be. I have no military experience. I'm sure I just take it for granted. Imagine doing all this under fire, grueling, heavy lifting, and very underappreciated. Do you have any history or experience that would highlight just how massive the weight of military equipment is, how it is to deal with that weight, and what it means to military success? In fact, I think that this probably is a perspective a lot of people don't understand. I'm going to speak to that. Uh, I'm going to speak to that now. I was talking yesterday about hauling ammo boxes about because our Medal of Honor Monday yesterday, the guy was doing a lot of crawling, crawling, dragging people, crawling, dragging ammo, crawling here, and how exhausting it is. It's brutally exhausting. And it leads me to something we should talk about now when it comes to all this Middle East stuff that's kicking off. Logistics are so lame and boring, except they're the most important thing. How are you getting man and materials to and fro? And when you get them where you want them to go, how are the men there transporting the materials to the specific place they need to go? For instance, if everything collapses tonight and I have to leave my house, I know I have to drag not only my ammo, but my gold from Oxford Gold Group because I'm not going to be stuck out there without ammo and I'm not going to be stuck out there without anything to buy things with. Do you? Ha- By the way, do you have your gold? You, you know that you'll, you will be able to haul it because it's gold coins or silver coins. You don't have to worry about hauling gold bars around. Or trying to chisel off a piece of the gold bar to buy something. You could just use the coins you already got from Oxford Gold Group. You do have those already, right? It's time. Stop thinking about it. Stop sitting and hand-wringing about it. You don't have to go crazy. In fact, don't go crazy. Don't, don't go nuts. Get something. Something. Oxford Gold delivers it to your front door. 833 833- 995 gold. All right. 833 995 gold. Let them get it in your retirement. Let them send it to your home. Now, back to what we were talking about about the logistics and the military stuff. Uh, the Battle of Okinawa, it's actually a, a famous battle when it comes to this stuff, and the Nazi invasion of Russia are two amazing examples of how this stuff goes bad. And how, if you're not considering it, or even sometimes if you are, the logistics of getting things to and fro in combat makes life hell. And in fact, it ends life if you can't get things where they need to go. It's not a game. It's not a video game. It's not a map. It looks differently on the ground. We're going to talk about that since war is all in the news. We'll talk about it next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.